1: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring, boring, boring.
0: Hey, okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you, you, you. You still have pro man run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel
1: Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tullamacchia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball. Baseball. Baseball
0: isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, there's nobody I'd rather have on right now. This podcast with a collab with the play testy guys, Gordo, uh, is Adam Grossman, who has, we, we just, we just were privy to a big announcement, Adam. Um, congratulations. I, uh, I feel like if you told me before the pandemic that the Red Sox and Netflix were going to be partnering on anything, I would say, what is Netflix? Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, but thanks to Tiger King. We have we have, set the, we have set the Red Sox. Here's here's your, here's your tagline, 2024 Red Sox, the next Tiger King, the next big thing. Anyway, how are you, Adam? Good. All right. I, I, I'm great,
1: and, and great to be on. And, and Gordo, nice to see you. I'm I am now shuddering to think what Netflix is serving you for <laughs> what they're suggesting you watch next. But um, <laughs> but yeah, no, this is a it's it's an exciting project an ambitious project that um you know we are going to undertake this season with uh you know in the 2024 campaign and you know it's been a long time coming uh because about it's all started about 3 years ago where uh with the commissioner John uh and Tom and Netflix had started talking about these like this medium, this growing medium. Like Strive to Survive came on, and you know, and sort of the impact that it had of like how we could for baseball, not necessarily just for the Red Sox or for the Red Sox, but just for the game of baseball, how important these docu series can be and the impact that they that they've had. And so that was a discussion three years ago um, over the from there. Took about MLB sort of concepting for about a year about what would work. You know, is it players? Is Is it, is it league? Is it, um, you know, is it a couple teams and sort of netted out as like, you know what? It would be good to have one team featured. Um, and that's when we started to get involved and it's sort of our process as a club sort of started in the fall like september of 2022 and that's when we had our initial discussion of is this something that we would want to even entertain and sort of over from september 22 up until you know today it sort of just continued to take shape with a lot of communication um with our players with executives, of alex like all, all in between so um Happy to, you know, get into all of it, but this is suffice it to say it's been a long time to be, you know, on a project to see it come together is kind of a cool thing on the world's largest streaming platform. I mean, they have 260 million subscri- subscribers in 190 countries. So, you know, to have baseball, our players, their personalities, Benway Park, you know, on, the, on the, the screens of so many around the world will be very impactful for for
0: everybody well i don't think there's any question that the concept uh the sort of the structure of these things whether it's the golf the tennis the racing whatever it has been it it's 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 a construct that works in netflix no one does it better than netflix i'm not just saying that because netflix is this is a netflix thing so it's true it's the whole idea is you care about the people and your your knowledge I, I didn't know who Tony Finau was on the PGA golf tour before I started watching that. Um probably a bad example because it shows you how little I watch golf, but still and now we were i
1: focused on Tiger King.
0: Right. So well you know. I didn't I didn't know I didn't know who Tiger King was either. So every see see, if you're on Netflix, everyone cares about you a lot more. The first thing I a question I have that jumps to mind, Adam, I think a few years ago, more maybe more than a few years ago I think that the Red Sox sort of tried doing something along these lines. And correct me if I'm wrong. N- not, not to this level, but there was definitely a year where they were going to follow around the team to some extent. I don't know if it was for Nesson or whatever, whatever it was. The biggest obstacle I felt then and, and for any of these things is buy-in, is, is acceptance of the, the, the participants. Um, so when you you're, you're having these conversations three years ago, in theory, it's great, but then you have to have, hey, you know what? I'm okay with this across the board. And I and I talked to a player um, the other day who, who knew about it, and they're like, yeah, it's going to be cool. Like that's what you want to hear, right? It's, but I remember back then it wasn't necessarily the easiest thing for people to get buy into into. <laughs>
1: a hundred percent and and buy-in is a lot of different levels i think we should start off first with the with the players and this is something you know when this started to form one of the things that sam had said from the outset was this has to be embraced by the players like this is not something that the organization is going to make anybody do if it happens that you know that we're quote-unquote making people do this, it's going to die and it's not going to be any good. And so as an organization, we felt like our role was to cultivate the relationship with MLB, with Netflix, with this director, see how it felt and bring it to the players to evaluate for their own interests and their own instinct and feel. Because ultimately – they are going to be characters in this and central components of an authentic and real production. And they've got to be okay with that. And so that was a, a core tenant. I think we we're also fortunate to have, again, we started this discussion with John and Tom and the commissioner. So there's leadership there. I think Sam's, relationships with our players and and you know his relationship to be able to say we as an organization want to give you the opportunity from a marketing standpoint to put your brand on our platforms other people's platforms as much as we can but it's up to you if you want to take advantage of that this is the largest opportunity we'll probably ever have but also we don't have to do it like and that's that's okay where like, we can absolutely turn it down it's up to you. So he was pivotal. Um, Alex was very open to it and said, Hey, listen, the guys are open to it. Like I, I get it. Breslow has been very supportive. Um, you know, and, and, and I think for both Alex and Bres, like his former players. And I, what I would say now is a different era, you know, to sort of look. And they, I think they both sort of recognize like, this is something that's cool. This is something that's a real opportunity for these guys. Um, And I think I I don't want to speak for either of them, but I I know Breslow has said at one point, too, like if we if the players decide not to do it, I think perhaps they may regret it down the road, perhaps. And so, you know, we've had that type of buy in. And, you know, another person that's been really important to this is Raquel, um, because of her relationship with the players. And she was really pivotal over the course of last season to set up different groups to hear out. Netflix and hear the director out because we, we had a meeting with um, about 10 of our guys last year with uh, Gabe Spitzer from Netflix and, and Greg Whiteley was the director um, in April at mm-hmm. Fenway of last year. And it was sort of like, listen, like, we thought this is either going to die or we'll advance it to the next stage if the players want to, and it's sort of at each stage just continued to, to advance. But the other, we wanted to make sure that to do something of this magnitude and to give access to Netflix, we can't spring this on anybody and it's got to be embraced. It's got to be part of the process. And that's, you know, the players, that's MLBPA, obviously major league baseball has been at the, the tip of the spear on it. So it's been a very much a cohesive
0: cohesive process so uh gordo before i get to your question um what was a thing when when the director or whoever the netflix people sat down with the players or with you guys that maybe was the was a thing that that they they the eyebrow raiser was that okay you know we maybe we didn't understand it, it was this way it was done this way this is a cool thing. This is a thing that we didn't this is the approach that we didn't expect or whatever. Was there anything that jumped out that you could tell was something that the way that they do, do these things which, you know, they've done quite a few of them now that made the 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 players as players in particular, I guess, say, "All right, okay, that's pretty cool."
1: Yeah, I think where this director has a real gift is to be I mean, he's, he's brutally honest of, one, this is different, it requires access, it requires buy-in, and it requires a level of vulnerability that oftentimes is not what your instinct would allow you to do. He, he's he got a history of doing this with, you know, he's done cheer and he's done last chance you, and um, And he said, you know, everyone that he's done, the subjects or the characters have all said that they would, they would do it again. He also said there are a moment or two here and there that they would love to take back. (laughs) And I think that type of honesty was, I think starting to raise eyebrows. I think it also, you know and his point too is those moments that you sort of bristle at you also have the opportunity to explain yourself you also have the opportunity for the audience to understand the factors leading into that action or that instinct or that emotion and he also started to articulate much more in a much more articulate way than than i am doing but just These are all human interest stories and like everybody, whether you're a major league baseball player or you're at the baseball isn't boring podcast or you're working for a team or whatever it is, all go through struggles and there's always some challenge to get to your goal and there's always more to the story than what people think at the outset. And he's like, and that's where this medium and these platforms and, and allow for the space to be able to show and depict who you are beyond a baseball player, but also to the texture of what it's like to be a baseball player. And in this case, be a Red Sox in, at Fenway Park in, in Boston. So I, I think listening to our – he's also a great listener. And I think when we had these conversations, some of the players – were very was very interesting to hear them because I think they feel like there is a story out there that even in the athlete community, people don't understand like the grind of what it takes to play 162 games and to go and you know, go from Minneapolis to Texas and play two games in twenty four hours and like that that dynamic is something that isn't fully on display or people kind of know about it, but they're like, they'll never see it. Like they'll see it in this, in this series. And so I think they had interest in getting that out. I think also, you know, recognition like Nick Pavetta has been awesome through this and has really sort of, you know, I think he's been a, a communicator within the clubhouse and, and, and understands along with like guys like Trevor story and Rob Refsnyder of like, Hey, we as an industry, we need to make sure that people know who we are, and growing the game is so critical. Period. But it's growing the game through the players, and to have a platform like Netflix focused on players, principally, and their personalities to a global audience, like it's a really great opportunity for the for the entire industry, and, and they recognize that, and
0: and what the partnership uh, will allow. All of us to be able to do. Gordon, real, before real quick, I lied, but a top of mind, uh, I didn't want to forget this. Uh, you had mentioned the cheer and the, and the other ones. That, like some of them loved, they, they loved a lot of the stuff, but they also wish some of it taken back. Which leads to me the question of who is final editorial say? In other words, who is who at the end of the day says this goes in and this goes out?
1: Yeah, we we do not have final cut, so. I mean, you know, it's, we don't have final cut and this is not a financial play, okay. you know, and that was part of the objectivity of it. And like the importance, that was something that Netflix talked to us about early on, you know, this has to be objective and it can't, you know, it, we, we can't have final cut. We will be able to see some things, you know, before they go on, but it's not, it's not ours. Hmm. You know, we may be featured, but it is not our, our production production. And again, going back to sort of the vulnerability, like, we've got to be okay with that because if we're not, it's not going to happen. Hmm. And so, you know, we've, as you can imagine, had a lot of discussions about that and, you know, decided, like, listen, the, the the benefits of this are really important.
0: Awesome. All right, Gordon, what do you got?
1: Yeah, so i I think this is super exciting. I'm just curious about what kind of picture you can paint about <clears throat> what they've, sort of explain to you about the different kinds of access they want and that you guys are going to give them. Uh, when is filming going to start? And, well, yeah, yeah, I guess just when you guys anticipate the project getting going. Yeah, it's going to sp- start in spring training. So they'll be there for a, a handful of weeks in spring training. Um, and, you know, the the agreement was about providing access and, you know, like they're going to be in the clubhouse a lot for those that want to participate. Um, and again, I think that's a underscore of those who want to, I mean, that was the other thing. Like it had to be up to the players, but you know, all players, as you guys know better than anybody, they have different personalities. They've got different levels of comfort. Some, some of them even said, Hey, I think this is a really cool project that we should do, but like, I don't want to be, a main character, so to speak, and you know we—that has to be respected. Um, and so, they, but I think one of the things that's that's also happened, not only has have the media, like sort of the the platforms, changed to be able to provide this amount of content at um, you know on demand for viewers. But also the actual tech, the equipment has changed as well. Like it's a much smaller footprint than, you know, if you're shooting a 30-second spot, there may be a lot more hardware, and it looks like a much bigger production than sort of the importance of being fluid and nimble over the course of a season. And so, you know, the hope is it's not going to feel that intrusive over time. I'm sure it... it the start of spring training, it's just, it's different, you know, and we've never done this before. So it'll take a little getting used to, which is also something that he talked about, but the more you get used to the people, the more you get used to the people behind the camera over the course of 162, things seem to, to be fluid. And, you know, and in, so, and, and people will get more, hopefully get, get more comfortable. So we'll, we'll see our eyes are, are, are wide open, but I think we feel really good about, The relationships and that this, that the director and the production team have, have built over the last year and, and also the understanding and and the buy-in from the players of what they need to, to be able to do to provide the access that a, a series like this is reliant upon.
0: Gordon, you got anything else? Yeah, no, I
1: find it fascinating talking about, talking about the Red Sox and talking about baseball like this. Like we're talking about guys. Who have to express potentially an openness to being main characters here? Were there guys who were who maybe expressed that they wanted to be main characters in something like this, or was it more so just an openness from guys that you needed to hear that people were open to it, less, I, less of a desire? Yeah, I, I think. And again, I I, I don't want to put my director hat on because I am not the director, you know. And, and I've never, heard, you know, you know, Gray would w- would say. You'd have to you have to want to be, but sometimes that story, like we don't know what the stories are going to be, and it's not. Then these stories are not necessarily sort of baseball exclusive. You know, I mean, you guys know the the personalities, the players, and what they're going through, and you know that some of it's unrelated to to baseball. And I think that's where some of this will come in, and it's sort of like the stories form in a way over the course of of the season. So when you go in, you don't really know. You don't know who the characters are going to be. You kind of have an idea of who's interested and who, you know, who's from a season standpoint important, but you don't really, really know how the season shapes things or how a personal triumph or challenge might put a player that We don't, you know, we wouldn't sort of automatically say, oh, this person's got to be a character. Like, we don't know. Um, And I think that was the other thing talking to him. You know, we were trying to sort of set up some, hey, here's what's going on over the course of the season that we know of. And, he said, you know, some of this stuff you may think is a big deal. We may think is irrelevant. You know, like what we just we don't know. So that's sort of another thing about you know the vulnerability and sort of the questions like it is it is a process that as we've learned is very open and we're not exactly sure how it's all gonna come together but we do know it's going to be compelling and we think it's going to be really really interesting for for audiences around the world
0: yeah I mean I I the whole conversation Adam about players how players treat their brands and players treat their public persona e- even the last couple of years is fascinating to me which is probably a whole nother conversation podcast but it's it really is you know it went from remember you know Schilling was one of the first ones with the, the blog 38 what are the 38 pitches or whatever it was and mm-hmm. And, um, and then some people, you know, they, they wanted the blog and that, and then the players tribune, you know, they want, we're, we're going to get stuff out on our own terms. And then Instagram came, well, if I'm going to release anything, it's going to be on Instagram. So that's really, really interesting to me. And this is, this is, I think the next step. And, uh, I think that I speak for Gordo. I speak for a lot of people is that, you know, it's, it's got to be, these things are great. I mean, this. I don't care if you like the Red Sox, if you don't like the Red Sox, whatever. These things are great. They make you care about everything a lot more. And uh, so congratulations. I know I went through a lot of stuff, went into it.
1: No, that, I mean, appreciate that perspective. And, and again, I think from, from our standpoint, it's going to give everybody a different perspective. You know, whether you, I mean, Rob, we've known each other for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you've seen it all. You'll learn something and see something based on your vantage point that, you know, may surprise you or may reinforce something. Um, and the same thing for somebody in Germany that may have never seen a baseball game before or, you know, the Philippines or wherever it is. I mean, it's it introduces the game and the players in a way that hasn't been done before in baseball and that's what's really interesting and sort of no matter where you are on the fan spectrum there will be something for you here and um you know we're excited about it you know somebody asked before like, are you a little nervous like yeah like, yeah, of course you're a little nervous like it's different and you know, when you do things that are different you're not sure how they're going to come out, but, you know, a mentor of mine once told me, see, you know, what makes you nervous, usually, you know, like that can result in the best results, you know, if it, but it, you got to be a little nervous to do it. And, you know, like a couple of years ago, we launched the City Connects and, and that was another one where it's like, man, like, I don't know, yellow jerseys in this market, like <laughs> How are we thinking on that? <laughs> and it worked, and it seems like people have really embraced it. And this is something sort of in a very similar mindset, which is, you know, partnership with baseball. Baseball allows you to do it. We're at sort of the front of the line, and, you know, we're going we're gonna to give it our, our best shot and hopefully have something that we think could be potentially groundbreaking. Awesome. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people.